Welcome to the VOD TV podcast. So it wasn't too long ago that this really was kind of off in the future. No one said it would replace, say, the landline phone, but it has. Dr. Harrop, you mentioned that there's many other things going on in the battery electric world that people today are saying, no, it can never be done. Why don't you yes. tell us a, a little bit about that? We'll have a conversation. Well, there's the old saying that uh, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And so in my long life, I can remember when people said mobile phones wouldn't succeed because they're more expensive than the phone in your home. But of course, they don't replace that specifically. They replace a thousand things and there's much more to it. And uh, anyway, people didn't think of cost reduction and how things vary over time. So a lot of that is being forgotten. And now we have things like... Um, uh, electricity producing roads they say that's not viable but actually its costs are reducing fast and things like solar roads are definitely going to be a success and that happens with vehicles you have high in the stratosphere at 60,000 feet you've got uh, aircraft now that are autonomous um, so people talk about the autonomous pod that's going to replace your private car and mumble along the road and yes they are important but ahead of them uh, what is happening up there is going to come down here and that's aircraft that are um, drones that have um, solar wings they don't have components in a box the actual structure is smart materials that's the future big mega trend and yes they're very expensive but those drones are going to be beaming the internet and they're going to be up for five years on sunshine so much for fuel there is no fuel so much for plugging in there is no plugging in of course you can't can't plug into anything at 60,000 feet and so the world of electric vehicles is seeing a lot of very basic changes uh, doing a snapshot is really pretty silly. You've got, for instance, Hanergy of China with a gallium arsenide thin film across your car can, with just adding a kilogram to the weight of your car, nothing, um, give you a kilowatt, which means enough to charge your car very well, thank you. And um, that sort of design, here we've got their subsidiary altered devices, and I think if you do the idiot thing and just say what's the price of a fleck of this material to put on my car they'll tell you that at the moment it's very expensive it's a sort of military grade product and you can then write a silly article or a silly do a silly interview and say these things are going to be cars a million bucks each this is totally silly you're behaving just the same as people with mobile phones 20 years ago because it's going to come down and china in this case is behind it and so if you if you laugh at china in terms of cost reduction you're you're not very clever because they've done this sort of thing before they'll do it with solar cars and so things like solar cars are coming in there are two startups one in the netherlands one in germany and uh, Hanergy China behind them with a more advanced one, but now Hyundai's made an announcement and now Audi's licensed the Chinese process and Valore, a car company in France, has licensed the process. The show's on the road and yes, you do a snapshot, it's all silly, mm -hmm. but it, that's just not the approach. So we try to look at these trends, we try to look at how things move and we look at the mega trends that are happening and some of them are really rather interesting talk about autonomous vehicles down on the ground yes we all see them I've even seen them in New Zealand and Canada everyone's having a go with these little sit up and beg square little pod things right. which uh, uh, we laugh because no one's got a name for them yet but they are combining a taxi and a bus and we say actually you mustn't call it tax us or your government will have <laughs> the wrong idea so think of a name but don't make it tax us but uh, those things are all 
pretty well all glass. They're goldfish bowls. And yes, people say, oh, it's all about LiDAR. Well, LiDAR, except for the Tesla versions, LiDAR is used in all the others, and LiDAR is interesting. But LiDAR is, according to BMW and others and us, uh, going to drop in cost by a factor of a thousand. It's going to be made really cheaply in a back street in China. So it's not the main deal. It's interesting. It's technology technology that's necessary very often but talk about the fact that they're goldfish bowls they're actually the way they're being designed have big windows what's going to happen is you'll have very smart glass and we've done a report on smart glass we Mm -hmm. think it's very important smart glass in a high-rise a really big skyscraper could generate half a megawatt to a megawatt because some of them have layers on that generate electricity and you can still look through them Other types of smart glass have been made for windows and things by Samsung and LG experimentally that have enormous TV screen or display or whatever, moving colour display, and you tap it and then it becomes a window again. Put all that in your autonomous pod that we have no name for, and the outside will be generating moving colour advertisements, the inside will be generating moving colour advertisements, the same glass bowl that you're in will be generating electricity to help make it go along and it will also when you tap it go dark that happens in the Boeing 787 airliner anyway that's already with us so I haven't said all that that glass will do but there is a world coming and it's not components in a box it's a smart material in that case glass uh, uh, where you're going to be doing many many things with one multi-layer or composite material in other cases it's plastic and there's a thing called massless energy coming in where the universities are doing very interesting work where you throw away the bent metal in your aircraft or your car and you replace it with plastic which reduces the weight but that plastic is also like a supercapacitor or whatever and it can store electricity so suddenly the storage of electricity takes no weight and no space they call it massless energy which is quite cool it's actually negative mass energy Mm -hmm. it reduces the weight of your aircraft your boat or your car and you can combine that with solar planes so I've gone round in a circle haven't I? I've gone round in a circle. You're going to have things that um, are going to be wonderful things for the creative designer to come up with not direct replacements for anything because we've gone in circle, haven't we? That phone doesn't replace anything. That phone... Uh, it replaces I, I think you can't clean your teeth with them maybe that's next year yeah there might be a UV application for that but it does uh, also the reliability really increases as you start to build it into the structure right yeah I think that's true that's right but the phone is still components in a box it would be recognizable from the year 1900 110 120 years ago why did we move on? Yes, there are cleverer bits that are connected together and put in a box, and uh, they uh, have cle- slightly cleverer ways of connecting them together. But actually, some things haven't moved. We shouldn't be so bold and brash about technology as to say everything is moving forward really fast. In, in that case, there is a need for brushing up on how we put things together and that mega trend is is now starting there are people here lots of people who are doing load bearing uh, molded plastic structures for different things might be a washing machine Um, and they are doing the job of uh, winking lights and uh, switches and controls that increase this or that or program the other and lots of other things. They're going to be including magnetics, they're going to be including thermal things and 
So you end up with very smart materials and the chemical companies are in a lovely world because the world of electronics and electric, electrics is coming to them. Mm -hmm. They just have to, have to jump on board as it comes to them. One of the fascinating things from a couple of years ago was the prediction by your organization that uh, bus batteries actually would be the driver of batteries. Are you seeing that come to fruition? Uh, we're almost in 2019 now. It's, uh, it, it, there have been some years recently when the money spent on bus batteries has been more than the money spent on car batteries for pure electric vehicles in both cases. Uh, China, we don't see much of buses because they're nearly all in China. There are about 200,000 of them and uh, they're almost entirely made in China for China. But China is now in a position to sell electric buses at maybe half the price because they enjoy orders of a billion dollars at a time for 2,000 buses, thank you very much. Whereas in the West, we're very grateful for an order for 20. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty tough uh, to compete with the Chinese on that. But to their credit, they're innovating very fast too. They don't have all the aces. Uh, there's a lot of great advances in solar buses in even in Uganda in the middle of Africa there, there's a lot of sun there mm -hmm. and they actually have solar panels over the whole bus that are worth having and they uh, increase the range a lot and uh, I could bore you with a lot of new motor technology and new power electronics technology but one thing I was interviewing BYD the leader in mm -hmm. China in uh, who, that's here about all the world of what they're tackling and they like us see a continuum between a bus, a truck and whatever going electric and Edison saying in 1880 make electricity where you need it and that means mini grids and micro grids and your home being able to withstand the uh, grid falling down which is increasingly happening by making its own electricity, storing its own electricity, this devolvement you get away from all the problems of cyber attacks like Russia did on the grid in Ukraine and so on and uh, so there is much more investment now in what we call off-grid. Uh, you may be connected to the grid for backup, but that's academic. The point is you're capable of being off-grid. And um, the world of exactly the same things in a bus or in a boat or in a plane. And so a lot of people are moving sideways and uh, it's more than just Toyota's gone into planes and boats. It's more than BMW's gone back into planes. It's much more than that. BYD is into forklift trucks as well as um, uh, buses and cars and is obviously going to go into many other things. And even uh, in the case of BYD, yes, they're involved in making your home independent of the hurricane. Mm -hmm. um, and it's all the same thing. So there's going to be, a, and it's all going to be smart materials, very much, not components in a box. And again, that gets back to the whole reliability, if you can get the components Correct. as part Very of the so. piece. Yeah. I mean, there's um, Tactitech here has replaced the overhead control in a car, which is normally rocker switches and plug-in lights and very Mickey Mouse stuff that's quite heavy, quite big. And they've replaced 65 parts with one. It's just one oh, bit. And, and, that, and you can run a hose over it, you can freeze it, and you can boil it, and it still works. And you couldn't do that with all the funny bits you fitted together before. Yeah. It lasts effectively forever, so its reliability is certainly 10 times as much. Its life is certainly 10 times as much. Its volume and its weight are, in some cases, uh, something like 80% less 
uh, and yes, maybe in some cases it's slightly more expensive, but the service is non-existent. You know, you don't need to service it. it it's, it's not a problem anymore. It's fit and forget. That, you imagine that in aircraft. We are going to have regional aircraft that are pure electric, and the batteries need to improve. Mm -hmm. um, but there are all sorts of other things that are not... When we look at do this sort of facts-based analysis, it's very great fun because you learn that some things people are obsessing a bit too much about, like LiDAR, mm -hmm. uh, something that is becoming a bit of yesterday's story. It's sure. not vanishing. Um, and that's very much true with, with some of the other things, like in a car or a plane or a bus, the power electronics is going to be much more of the money than the battery. The battery cost is going down. The power electronics is going up mm -hmm. because we're adding vehicle to grid, vehicle to car, we're vehicle to house. We're adding an interface, a, bit, a larger charger on the more powerful ch electric charger in the vehicle. We're adding electronics to take the electricity from the solar roof. Didn't have one before. Mm -hmm. When we have one, we need to handle that electricity. It's another lot of electronics. We need electronics for the active suspension now. Increasingly, you have the car's suspension creates electricity. So okay. you're going to get electricity from many, many things. And the most gorgeous things are happening, like with some aircraft now, you, they have solar wings, just regular aircraft mm -hmm. to replace your Cessna really cool and uh, when they are uh, flying up into a cloud like a glider the propeller goes backwards and charges the battery oh, love really? it when they're coming down the propeller goes backwards and charges the battery and when they're on the on the side on the grass and the chocks are on them if it's a windy day the propeller goes backwards and charges the battery yes. so some of these things are not very complicated right. but it's boy Put it all together and it adds up to energy independence, real energy independence with zero emissions, absolutely zero emissions. Yeah, I saw that plane in Colorado. It's something they're going to be offered as training, a training plane for very low cost, right? Yeah, uh, the training is seen by Bi Aviation, uh, Bi Aerospace, uh, George Bi, one of the leaders in that. Uh, training aircraft it's ideal for because with the solar wings it can fly for maybe a thousand kilometers three hours but uh, even the simple form without solar wings you can be up for like an hour well you can train someone an hour an hour is fine an hour is fine so he's a very impressive person yeah. no, no fuel costs in that hour right no and and some of, would you believe an aircraft where you can fly along and you hear what people are saying on the <laughs> ground how cool is that that's right well, I just had a ride in one of the Arkimoto three-wheel electric vehicles, yes. and it was it was thrilling. Yes, I mean, yes. yes, there's an equivalent of that in Greece that's a three-wheeler that's okay. solar, never plugs in. Excellent. So do you see those kind of vehicles kind of being the next scooter share? Do you think there's a potential for that sort of thing, where you have these mini electric vehicle share? Well, we, let's, let's, let's uh, be really speculative, shall we? I'm old. I remember when uh, mother passed a daughter, passed a granddaughter, a thing called a Singer sewing machine, the oh, yeah. black sewing machine, because it lasted forever. I didn't do Singer a lot of good, I might say, bec yeah. but because it lasted forever. But it was an amazing thing that was really um, a staple in a house. It is possible what I've talked about will be a basic vehicle uh, that you pass from mother to daughter to granddaughter and it keeps on working, what's to go wrong? Some yeah. of these you don't even have a battery. You just say, I'll only use it in daytime and it's solar. Other ones have um, actually little wind turbines that come up in a windy area if you live on a windy island and they charge from that as well. So you can, 
Um, you can't do that while you're going along, obviously, because it slows you down, but it, it can charge a battery when you're stopped. But it may be a very small battery. The point is, if it could be a supercapacitor. That's something you fit and forget, which is not really what you'll ever do with a battery and charge in 10 seconds. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about maybe that Arkimoto three-wheel basic product in its developed form where it can make its own electricity is passed from mother to daughter to granddaughter. It may You may be looking at the Singer sewing machine. Yeah. And when we say people are moving to cities, there's nothing inevitable about that happening forever. If you in a remote island can have the wonders of nature and easily get to the city and easily get on the internet because of the drones I told of you in the upper atmosphere. If you can have it, your cake and eat it and you can go to the opera in the city as well, I think there'll be a bit of a move back in the country and it may be, just maybe, that some vehicles that are so robust and simple and quote last forever nothing's forever but you know what i mean uh suddenly things become affordable in the countryside and you're not living a primitive life so who knows there are demographics in this and there are geographics in this and you can predict as well as i can but it's a fascinating thing to get your mind around fascinating it is well peter this has been very fascinating conversation Good. thank you